<laughs> welcome, welcome. Right, Laura's in a good mood. Ken's it's about to quote, fall asleep. Unquote, Friday. Well, it is Friday. It's Thursday but night, it's though, Thursday, but it's Friday. But it's Friday. But it'll but be our Thursday. Friday. Yeah. I only got a half day tomorrow, so I'm always always in a good mood. Anyways, but, today's topic, yeah. um, I'm going to say it again, but I am tired. I sound tired. I look tired. But we're going to be talking about patients um, who aren't really going to get better. And our approach, our mentality, their mentality, our verbiage, a little bit of everything. Um, we kind of yeah. snuck in some imaging in there, too. Imaging uh, patients who don't want to get better. We kind of go off on a little tangent. But overall, the main focus is going to be on those who are not going to necessarily get back to 100% with physical therapy and most likely never will. So how do we tackle that? A tackle? How do we attack that? <laughs> I'm combining words now. I mean, attack either of tackle. those words would have worked. No, but I went for both. Individually, they would have been fine. But yeah, when you combined them is when you lost I created a new word. A tackle. It works. Attack and tackle. <laughs> it's like two for But, um... It's like <laughs> But, um... Yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. So let's just go ahead and let's uh, go down this road. <laughs> let's do it. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken. And Laura. Thanks for joining for another exciting episode. All right. So let's go ahead and just get into it like normal and always have a topic off <laughs> what we're not going to talk about. Because that's how normally Wait, it goes, right? Normally when I say let's get into it, I end up having a conversation about something that we don't actually are talking about. Oh, like you actually talking track. about. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, let's get into it like normal and not talk about what we're actually going to talk about. What we're going to talk about. Does that make sense? Yes. No. <laughs> but it might just it be my, my tired head. brain thinking. Yeah. It might um, just be me. I got my no, little tired, tired voice on today. You, you, you do kind of look a little like you're exhausted after you know, those two patients you saw. <laughs> Whoa. And In all fairness, guys, he's marketing. He's marketing a lot. He's driving a lot, around a lot more. But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about patients. So, sorry, just because oh. we, we did it. You know okay. how you said we just jump right into it? You usually have something else to say. Mm-hmm. We still had something else to say that was completely off topic. Oh, I purposely so we still made failed. sure to have something. No, I, I made sure I, it oh, was okay. kind of the joke. So you just, was... you want to continue the trend of always having something that's not topic related. <laughs> Got it. I don't I'm know if board. I really want to continue, but that's just usually what happens. It's just how it goes. Yeah. All right. Let's but see. let's go ahead and let's start talking about patients that you will be working with who no matter what you do or no matter who, what you do, what you're going to do. They're, they're just not going to get better. Um, it's unfortunate, so when, but there are those cases out there. So so when, so when Laura first brought up this topic, the thing I was thinking of is kind of like your, your long lifetimers. So mm -hmm. I've seen two, I mean, just off the top of my head, I can think of two patients that we saw for years. Now, now three patients. Years. Yeah. We see them two, three times a week. 
every single month. They just keep approving more visits, so they just keep coming. And I'm sure we're going to touch on that as well. But you had more in, in mind of bone-on-bone, um, bone, plan for surgery. This mm-hmm. isn't going to be helping. So we got a couple different avenues that we're going to take with this topic. Yeah. So there's a couple different ways. Like when I first brought it up to Ken, I was thinking more of those patients who, you know, have severe arthritis and have um, long-term diseases like MS or ALS, um, people who, you know, the discs are bulging so badly that the doctor's already like, you're going to need surgery. Um kind of working with those patients, like some of them are great because you prep them for surgery, but some of them like they're not having surgery, but it's just not going to get better. And so it's like, how do you work with those patients? Because you do have to go in with it with a completely different mindset. Um, you can't go in of like, oh, well, yeah, our goal is really to make you like a hundred percent better, get you back to like your fully daily living the way you were prior the injury you can't really do that with those because it's going to be such up and down um like for example the one that i have that has parkinson's like even though she's not in for the parkinson's like i i have to remind her that you know her session her days are going to be different each time because she has up and down days with the disease and that entirely they're not going to get better um because as the d- disease progresses, we know it's just going to get worse. And the hope with physical therapy is like to slow it down and everything like that and give her the best possible. But it's just not going to get her like she's never going to be like much 100%. better again. Yeah, yeah, I was like 100 percent or even like kind of where she was prior to, you know, things going down. Um, so it's just it's just really I don't know. It's interesting um to see and it's it's a hard conversation to have and so that's kind of where I was coming with the mindset of that just because of the fact that you know we don't don't know what's going to happen and everything like that um with their disease they can they can do either really really well or they can do you know it can be really really tough um well this also brings up another kind of like a subgroup of this kind mm-hmm. of topic of like not really going to get better um, hospice or hospice, hospice mm-hmm. physical therapy. So you're in that situation where it's kind of maintaining quality of life, right? I thought when the they go on hospice, you can't do physical therapy. Um, there are some that do because I knew a marketer that was in the business to market for physical therapy in the hospice setting. And she did it for like, I want to say six months. And she's just like, it's just so hard to pitch physical therapy for hospice. Yeah. Because, like, personally, like you I said, like you, for you, like you immediately thought that you couldn't do it. And it's just because a lot of people are just like, you know what? Just make them comfortable. Yeah. But there is some PT that for hospice, even though it's end of life, they just try to maintain the best that they can. Yeah. Some people there. go on hospice and they live honestly for months. So like I could see it. Um, I've personally had experience with family members going on hospice and I can tell you right now, like there's no way in hell they would have done physical therapy because it's just, they wouldn't want to do it. So I definitely see if it, if anything, like the physical therapy would be more modalities and manual treatments, um, than anything else. Uh, which I, I, I definitely can see the benefit of that being helpful, but like, yeah, in that type of setting, um, you for sure aren't 
aren't going to be pitching the speech of getting better. Like that's not a speech you're going to have with them, unfortunately, and which they already know. Um, but you just want to make them as comfortable as possible. But it is definitely different. Like you're going to have different spills for different people in that situation. Like, you True, know, cause you, ha- you brought up like uh, prior to surgery, bone on bone. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to be treating a patient that's about to go under a total knee replacement, uh, we're not really pitching, oh, we're just trying to get this better so you don't have your surgery. So now yeah. your verbiage turns more into, we're going to try to strengthen your muscles so that when you go through the surgery, you have a better recovery. Yeah, which studies have, and I tell patients this all the time, this literally, I say this word for word, studies have shown that if you do physical therapy prior to the actual actual surgery, that your outcomes are usually better um, afterwards. And with physical therapy again afterwards, but like, it's definitely true. Like your spiel is not going to be like, oh, well, we're going to do the best we can to slow it down or, you know, you're going to have good days or bad days. Your spiel is more of like, we're going to try to manage the pain now and get you as strong as possible. So that way, when you go through the surgery, your outcomes are even better coming out of the surgery. Um, All right. So what about these long timers? What's your spiel for them? (laughs) <laughs> because this is a tricky there, one. There's no spill. That's what I was gonna say. They want they want to be there. So it's you can preach to the choir as much as you want. Like, oh, we're gonna get better. We're gonna do all this. But I feel like they just want to be there. They just want to come in. So it's like we had you're almost one, just doing maintenance therapy. We had one who literally told us, "I get sixty a year. My insurance pays for it. I don't need a referral. It doesn't really matter." I'm going to treat this as my gym. We had one patient who just apparently just feels great coming in once a month. So like he had, he had Medicare, right? Mm-hmm. And Medicare only gives you a certain amount per year. Yeah. So what does he dollar, do? Dollar, he just, dollar. he spreads it out th- throughout the entire year. He comes once or twice a month for 12 months. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm and like, what happens if he spread. has something mm, mm, like, major go on oh then i mean i'm sure at that point he's gonna have to reevaluate his strategy here <laughs> yeah but like at the same time like then it does so like i get why we don't want to i've been in a bunch of clinics where they don't want to exhaust all of your physical therapy sessions for medicare but at the same time i'm kind of like if we exhaust them and then something does happen that's when we have medical necessity attached to it. And I feel like if something new happens, you totally got medical necessity. So I don't know. I don't, I See, guess maybe. And that's true because you can continue off that KX modifier if mm-hmm. you really need to. And, and it's all based off of, again, someone's opinion on whether or not it's medically necessary or not. But I'm kind of like if they've got a script from it and the doctor's kind of saying, hey, you need to do a physical therapy. I don't see why. And how they could really deny it. But again, this is where I don't know too much because I don't see the denial stuff come through. Um, I don't see what we're getting paid for and what we're getting denied for. So if there is that case, then I don't I don't even know how how it goes. Um, like, in fact, I'm, I'm trying to think about it. And I think with our program, I have not even seen a KX modifier. So it must go on later and I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, like, KX just comes down to billing and, mm-hmm. like, how much cap and how much room they have left. But it is good to know because you you 
don't really want to treat into too much of that KX modifier. Definitely if they've oh, yeah. plateaued. I mean, you get looked in our Microsoft at that point. Yeah, and so it's kind of like, okay, you want to know if you've hit that KX modifier and you're already going into it. Um, just to kind of get the patient prepped and maybe drop it down if if you feel like it's appropriate. Um, like, I know a patient we have is going to completely hit the KX modifier. Um, but again, she's kind of one of those ones where she's not so much like she won't get better. But, like, we've had to walk her through a lot of kind of almost like a long-term, like, patient in a way. Because hers was so severe and we don't know how much she'll really get back. And so it's kind of playing that, like, you're doing great. You're improving. She wants to be, like, 100. But, like, she had a hip replacement, got an infection, was in the hospital, got another infection, um, was bed-bound for, like, over two three months was septic at times like so she had a lot go on and then finally was able to actually do things so when she came in the very first time with us she was in a wheelchair she's now walking completely without assisted device she's driving she's getting back to her normal things but it's been months and she feels like it's super slow so it's kind of like the same thing like with some of our long-term like patients who maybe aren't going to get fully better we don't know how she's going to recover so she's very like we're doing your best yours is going to take a very long time um kind of conversation but i feel like hers is kind of like the same conversation you have like with arthritis patients where you're kind of like you know physical therapy will definitely help slow down what's going on with arthritis and it will make it nice and strong and hopefully alleviate some of the pain to make your as i always tell them like Make your joints, because usually it's, of course, the joints with arthritis, make your joints functioning at the best they possibly can. Um, so then that way that the arthritis isn't irritating as much and you're not in as much pain. But we really don't know how their body is going to fully kind of react. Respond. Yeah, respond. And so you're just like, you know, this is the goal, but each person's just like different. And how you how you respond can be different too, if that makes sense. No, it does. We have a, but we have currently one patient. He has so much arthritis in his shoulder that like you just like put your hand there as you like range him, or he goes through his exercises and it clicks like no tomorrow. It's insane. And he should be getting a total shoulder, but he's not. Like his shoulder's shot. There's. We've been seeing him for so long, and he's, I mean, sure, he's gotten stronger. Maybe he's got a little bit more range, but that shoulder is still shot. They Why did, is he uh, not getting one? So they did an arthroscopy, an arthroscope uh-huh. procedure. And they went in there, they cleaned up, and it did, like, nothing. So my PT feels like he should head down the total shoulder route, but for whatever reason, they're not. Is he young? So now, no, he's... Probably in 60 or so, maybe 50. Oh. Interesting. So he says he sh- they should have just done a total shoulder to begin with. They hit the shoulder so messed up, but they're not going to. So at that point, the conversation to just steer to, let's just get you as capable as we can. Let's get you as strong within the range of motion that you have. Mm-hmm. And let's see how functional you get. Because, I mean, one thing you have to keep in mind with patients like that, too, is what's their daily activity? Yeah. What? 
what are you doing throughout the day? Are you still working? Are you not working? What are your hobbies? What are your household chores? Things like that. So if we can get them to a point where they're functional, then it would probably be just best to avoid the surgery altogether. If it's not painful, he can complete just about all his ADLs with no too mm-hmm. little problem. Then would you still try to encourage his surgery? Um, Knowing that I his mean, shoulder's completely shy. He probably has like a hundred and depends 10, on twenty, maybe like range of motion flexion, abduction around there. Again, it depends on the patient. Like if he's not very active, he doesn't really have too much pain from it. He feels like he can go on without it, and he doesn't feel like the benefits or the risk of going under is worth it. Then no, I I would say follow your gut. Don't have the surgery, but if like he can't do the things he wants because of that then i'd say yeah then possibly you know look into it further um that does remind me like of like kind of the conversations that you do have to have with some of these patients who when they have those conversations with the doctors of like oh you have arthritis it's not necessarily ever going to go away this is something you're going to always have to deal with a lot of patients then come in and be like, I don't know why I was even sent to PT. This is never going to go away. And you get that part of the conversation in. And then patients don't realize like, oh, well, yes, you have this. But at the same time, we can help get you as functional as possible and hopefully less pain and irritation and get you going. And it's like little things like, you know, well, do you say, have well, trouble problem, washing your hair? Well, the problem with that, that is like, they're, like you have to work on the mindset too. Mm-hmm. Like patients come in here and they're just – spin out like this is gonna help me this is gonna do nothing like i don't know why my doctor referred me you have to now fight that mindset battle of like well there are things we can do and you they have to give it their effort because if they're just like thinking of shoulder for example and range of motion hurts if they just guard the entire time they're not letting you get further and further then yeah yeah. of course it's not gonna work because you Mm -hmm. have to work with us a little bit fight through a little bit of pain and then like gradually like it's not people said i call people it look discomfort. for that i call it i also call it a little discomfort people <laughs> look for like that instant gratification yeah and unfortunately pt is not that it's, it is not it takes work both at at home and when you're in the clinic so yeah. when you're fighting that mindset battle like that's just a whole nother hurdle you have to overcome really it is and it's so true because i i do feel like you see that a lot with like Kind of the ones that aren't going to get 100% there. They feel like, oh, because I'm not going to get 100% there. Why am I even doing this to begin with? And so, like, it it is a fine conversation, a fine-tuned conversation that you need to have. Of Like, you're right. I'm not trying to set your expectations up so high that you feel like you're going to get 100% better. However, there are steps that we can take that usually will make things better. Um now again you're going to always have some patients who just don't respond well like we recently had a patient who has minor disc bulge like so minor and everything he's been doing has just been getting worse and no one kind of has an answer had to a patient why with that too yeah backs like are just we, finicky we saw his uh like he was so he can do anything like bending and he was a police officer too so a lot like long period sitting, he has to be able to, you know, chase mm-hmm. down a perp if he has to. And we were treating him for a couple months, I want to say, and they finally approved his MRI and it just showed a small disc like bulge. Yeah. To a point where like this wouldn't bother 
Most Normally, anybody, yeah, ours is and exactly the same. He was to the point where he couldn't bend forward, bend back. He couldn't do it. Like it was, we're like, there's got to be something else going on. Yeah, we have legit. But the thing is, is like, I know that sometimes, and that's what kind of bothers me sometimes about MRIs in general. And this goes, this is my little tangent for the night, guys. Um, this goes both ways. If you see something severe. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how are you even walking right now? Your body, like, it's so messed up. And then you see something that's minor and you're like, this shouldn't be bothering you. Again, bodies don't read textbooks. Just because something's minor does not mean it's not setting it off in the right way. Like, you could just be setting it the tiniest. We know how fickle nerves are. The tiniest little thing could send it through the roof. And that doesn't necessarily mean that their pain's not valid or anything like that. And so sometimes I hate that because we, you know, I'm guilty of it too. I'm like, it's minor. Why is it? Why are you hurting so bad? You shouldn't be hurting this bad. And it's like, no, it's not that you shouldn't. It just is not normal. And um, so I don't know. That's just my side little tangent there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. Like people, I feel if someone doesn't, isn't really hurting, they see the MRI and all of a sudden they're like, oh, like. I'm in so much pain now because I saw that I have a bulge. Like they just, it gets yeah. in their head too. So now they kind of work up their pain more than it should be. Or like nothing changed before you had your MRI and then you got mm-hmm. your MRI. Like exactly. the only thing that changed was now, you know what's going on. Yeah. And then the, if a patient, like you come in and they're like, Oh, well it's just my, a minor bulge. You shouldn't be in this much pain. It's like, that doesn't really help the patient. Just because I shouldn't be does not mean I'm not. <laughs> and then they get frustrated too. Um, but that that was a side note just because it did come up. But it's definitely like, it's hard to have those conversations of sometimes of like, you're not going to get better. Honestly, you're definitely things like as just aging in general, your balance is usually going to get worse. But these are all ways that we can hopefully slow down that process and improve to the most of your capabilities. That's always kind of like how I word it to the best of your capability <laughs> and get you going as best as possible. Um, and so that's kind of like how I approach those ones that are like long term. There's no real actual fix for what they've got going on. Um, now those again with the surgery, we've talked about how that spill goes, the lifers, you kind of just got to let them, let them be and do their own thing. There's no good, good answer for them. Um, you did bring up MS earlier. I did have a patient Mm -hmm. when I was doing my rotation for MS. Um, by the time I saw her, she was already, um, like motorized wheelchair bound, Mm -hmm. uh, super spastic, uh, almost like total totally dependent and you needed to do a full like full assist and they were talking to me about her saying like yeah when she first came in she was able to do a lot more yeah she was probably able to stand on her own she was able to um then she kind of like went towards like a wheelchair but it was like a manual wheelchair Mm -hmm. and little by little that she was just aggressing more and more and now she's in a power wheelchair just moving her fingers at that matter and they've been working with her for, I want to say, close to a year. And it's one of those things where it's not going to get better. But at that point, your goal is just to maintain what you can and just be able to have them be as functional as they can be in whatever stage they're in. Yeah. And like with something like that with MS, like studies have shown that 
Physical therapy will not stop the disease. In some cases, it can help slow um, down kind of the disease. Um, oh, my gosh. I, I lost the word I was going for, and now my brain had a big fart. But, like, it can slow down the progress of the disease in a way. So it necessarily can't stop it. It won't really, like, halt it or anything like that. But just how much the disease will take away from you, it can kind of decrease that. Is it um, regression? regression recession like when it goes when it goes away for a little bit so there's like oh a moment. yeah 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 no but um, i'm thinking like more of like even when the disease is going on and it's having like a flare not so much of a flare-up but just like in general like any of those type of diseases um they, studies have shown that if you do physical therapy the amount that it would take away isn't as much as if you didn't do physical therapy does that make sense Yes. Yeah. I know what you so, mean. yeah. So that's kind of like, that's, and that's what you kind of have to explain parent to patients. Like it, it's tough. And even sometimes parents, um, and some things that, you know, they're going to always have to fight with. And I have a patient right now and her, again, her balance is probably not going to get better. Um, but it's something that we definitely work on. And we work a lot more on safety now too with it. Um, now, what do you do? Because it's not necessarily, this is kind of like a little side of it, I guess. It's not necessarily that the patient won't really get better because of their injury, but because of their mindset, they won't get better. So I call them the yeah, people okay. who don't know how to be not injured. <laughs> Like they're it's not they're injury prone. They're just always in the mindset more of that like they're injured. That they can't do it because they're injured and they'll never get better. Um, and that, you know, they're they're not gonna improve. But it's more because of their mindset. It's more because of the fact like so I have a patient who legit holds herself back during sessions on how much strength she does have, what she can and cannot do. Because I honestly think she does not know how she's been dealing with this for like three years. She's getting better. She's getting stronger. We show it to her. Um, but she literally doesn't. I think she's in the mindset of like she does not know how to be healthy. She does not know how to be injured. Does that make sense? Like she just accepted it as a way of life at that point? Kind of. Or like she she is getting better and she's really getting out of that injured phase, but she, she fakes it. She fakes, she fakes how injured she is because she doesn't not know how to be injured. Does that make sense? Kinda. So it would be like, it okay, might just take, be my tired brain. No, it's, you're good. So take my foot for example. Um, some people could easily probably look at this and, say it's me but i i physically have where you can see that it's not getting better but like for going on for years and years and years if i did physical therapy did physical therapy and then i'd be like oh i still can't do this and yet you would watch me do it or you do a manual muscle test and like they would completely like fall and they would just tell you they can't do it and that they're still always injured and that they're always in still so much pain yet you watch them do so much more now um it's almost like the mindset that they're in they don't know how to be getting better and healthier 
And so it's kind of like a, it's like a reversing. You have to like convince them that they're better in a way. Does that make sense? I feel like, I, yeah, it's like what I'll do is like I'll remind them like where they started. Mm-hmm. Like if they are able to do like a BOSU bridge now. And I'm like, remember when we first started with like pelvic tilts or we did like normal bridges, like you are getting better. Yeah. But because we're also making it harder, she can like the patient can also be in pain or some discomfort. So they feel like that's just natural. But it's like, no, you're getting better. You can do this. We're able to like, do so much more than we started with. But um, I like, had a I patient like that. Still. Yeah. Still not pleasant. I had it like literally I felt like on Tuesday that's all I was doing to my patients is reminding them where they started because <laughs> they'd be like this hurts no I can't do it I'm like you can even do a short arc quad and you're doing a straight leg raise right now like yeah it, it might not feel the greatest and you might be sore but this is amazing like we get very excited for things like this and I swear my patients are like you guys you guys get excited for the worst things I'm like I do I, I really really do but yeah, the patient so the small ones yeah, the patient I'm talking about, like, so she can do a long arc quad. I might just put it out there. She can do it. I've seen her do things like that when she's kicking off her shoes, getting onto the beds. Like, I've just seen her do it. You say, hey, do the long arc quad. If you're standing kind of near her and she'll see you, what she'll do is she'll lift it one time. She'll get it pretty much to the fully extended She'll compare it to her good one, and then magically it won't come up any higher anymore. Yet, this past time I worked with her, I purposely ignored her almost the whole entire session. Of just not paying attention to her as closely. And she did everything beautifully. And so I mean, much that's better. that's like a whole other thing. It's like that attention-seeking mentality. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That so it's not like... so much... So that's what I'm saying. It's like they don't understand how... Like, they mentally can't get past the fact that they they can get better in a way so it's kind of like a reverse of like what we kind of were talking about where you're gonna have to set expectations of like hey this is gonna be a long-term thing you're not gonna really improve and yet they're completely the opposite they're the ones who almost you're like no you are <laughs> improving you will improve you're completely fine <laughs> Yet they're the ones holding themselves back instead. If that makes sense. It's just it's a giant mentality game. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's a lot of mentality, but that one maybe this week has been making me chuckle a lot. I'm just like, It's one I of those can't. weeks. I've only been in the office like half the time this whole week. Yeah. No, I, we, I, Monday was actually a really busy day for both me and my PT. Like we saw a lot and it was funny cause it was busy and it was good and it just felt busy and notes got packed, backed up and everything. But I was like, man, I am exhausted. I'm so tired right now. And I couldn't, like, I was like, whoo, like I came home so, so tired. And I was like, why am I so tired? The next day I looked at our numbers and I was like, even though it was like only two to three more than we normally see like it just made the big i was like no wonder why like we i think i saw like 16 patients um that day which again is not horrible definitely compared to what you i used to see but like when you're you know helping out cleaning you're still cleaning you're you're scheduling you're doing their exercises you're doing your notes like it just when you add it's everything still up, weighs it's on yeah it's a busy it's a day lot. Yeah, 
um, because we have like no technicians. And so we have our patients and she has, she has hers and which usually will bounce back and forth. But that day she had a lot of evals too. So, um, I was trying to help her out with cleaning a lot of her stuff up too, because it was just getting packed. We were just busy. So it was one of those days. So I feel you. And tomorrow's Friday, which means half day for Laura. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I don't want to talk I'm about so it. I'm so excited. I, I love my half day Fridays. By the time I'm like, oh, it's lunch. It's time to go home. Bye. <laughs> I have one. On a side note, I have one patient who he is hilarious. Like, I bet you people like look at, like, listen to him and they're like, oh, my gosh. What is she doing to him? Like, why is he like, does he really, what is this place like? Is he really like that? Is it really that horrible? Because he comes in and he goes, oh, you again. You're going to make me work. <laughs> like, he's just so sarcastic. I he's like, you're, like, you're welcome. Yeah, that's literally what it is. It's like, don't lie deep, deep, deep down inside. You're so excited to see me. And he goes, yeah, so excited to see you. I'll walk right back out the store. And so like me and him will banter back and forth. But he, he, I always get to see him Fridays. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, the moment I'm done with you, the moment I get to be done. So I need you out of here on time. And he always chuckles. He goes, he goes, so you're going to keep me longer. I was like, not on a Friday. I'm out. <laughs> it hits noon. You're out, dude. And we we always joke We're about it. We're done here. Yeah. No. He he's he's we've gotten. He's pretty funny. He, he we've got a good banter going on. I enjoy it. My PT's always like, I don't get it. And I was like, eh. it's because I was like, I'll be like, you didn't do this, did you? And he goes, What do you mean? I go, I know you didn't do it because you're like me and you didn't do it, did you? And he goes fine you caught me or stuff like that but so we jostled pretty good so i have him tomorrow so it's always a good day good way to end off with a little bit of sarcasm well, speaking of being done here i think we're all set yeah. for today so i'm about to pass out on this yeah. mic i know ken ken did take it the biggest like eye blink at one point it was oh really yeah funny. i was i just kind of like, like, i was gonna listen to you for a second and just rest my eyes I was listening though. I was just I know. It was just, it made me chuckle. I laughed a little bit. But uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. Um, check out our Instagram uh, where we post and share um, random things we also find on the internet. So check it out. But we also update um, when these go live along with the link. Um, check out our Instagram today if you haven't already because we are going to be asking you for some topics that you would like to hear so please let us know again you can find us at the PT assistance um, on Instagram and then also YouTube and Twitter um, but I think that's it until next week did I miss we'll anything catch you then. Nope. we'll catch you guys later bye take care The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.